Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kay Thompson. And this is a very <laughs> special tasting episode. We have two great casts. We got Lauren Adams. Oh, I'm really nervous. <laughs> don't, don't be nervous. It's okay. You're safe. I'm the wrong guest. It's good. <laughs> this is a mistake. Uh, we're about to find that out or not. Yeah. <laughs> and we have another great guest Colin McGurk what's that <laughs> now that's original I love that hey everybody hey. <laughs> I've done that before that's that, that is not even original for me to do that and I also pretty much always follow it up with just being like I'm embarrassed and I, I apologize for that you took that swing and we appreciate it uh, thank you so much I could only associate that now with like scary movie when they mm-hmm. had uh, Ghost Mask do it yeah. I don't know if that was the first scary movie or the sequels i can't remember wow i'm already a one reference in the hulk i haven't seen that so just you've never seen scream i watched some of scream i hate scary stuff oh. yeah so i assume hellboy's scary because it's a hellboy yeah yeah so you're right. it's like a little i think it's like very soft scary it's okay. not like more okay. ambience is like okay like creepy and yeah scary okay. so we're here Don't to taste scared. this this be beer sad. from Gigantic Brewing, which is located in Portland, which I did finally yeah, get the chance there. to go. It's a great city. Yes, great I was city. Just there too. Yeah. Cool. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. I was there. I went for fun. That's awesome. Dave, why did you go? I went on a road trip with my girlfriend. Oh, Beth. well, my boyfriend also was with me. Okay, so okay. I was also with us. Oh, well, great. Well, well, and Beth, my sister was there. So. Well, Beth has made fun of us on this podcast, so <laughs> she's interrupted our recording she's multiple times. She's audibly bothered Actually, us. Yeah. My boyfriend would probably be a better guest on this podcast than me because I'm sure he's seen the Hellboy. Oh, that no, doesn't matter. Um, we're here for the beer. I so, think most people on our beer episodes ne- have never seen or read any of it so yeah. everybody is like perfectly cool and safe yeah what are you uh, referencing more of the comic book or the movies Ooh, great question i've seen the movies and when you said yes it is kind of scary i was like no those movies are not scary at all yeah, but the, is the very... comic book like darker it's like a little spooky but as, as yeah. scary as a comic book can be you know right. it's like you it's just paper. close this little flat right it's i'm not scared of I'm paper, scared of paper. <laughs> it's just like it's like got like this eerie kind of like gothic-y sort of feel to it, but there's no, you know, it's like as scary as okay. a piece of paper. Yeah, I don't think you get a jump scare out of a comic book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you it's definitely the page. not. It's not really. It's about as much as like the, it's like the Universal monster movie kind of feel of like the movies is sort of like how the comics feel. Okay. I yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like fine. I'm gonna just go over what I know about Hellboy. Please do. Oh, he's a teenager. It's he's like a teenager. Boy. Yeah, he is like a boy, right? Yeah. And he's a You're, he's no. <laughs> I, I, go I, on. I remember but the, go on. In the Del Toro movies, they definitely make him seem like oh, he like just kicks back with beer and like. Is Ron, they make is him Ron seem Perlman like the Del Toro? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. in that, I remember in that first one, it was but he had the emotional growth of like yes. a teenager, yes, totally like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's like he yeah. has all this power and all these skills. But he's still like an but angsty like, teen, yeah. played by Ron Perlman. Yeah. Okay, That's here's what I think Hellboy's about. Okay, okay. great. He's a Hellboy. Okay, <laughs> nailed it. And Got he... it so far. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to become a Hell Man. All right. <laughs> and he's going through a series of challenges and obstacles to try to mature up. That's it. I feel like yours is closer to like <laughs> like the overarching like story in the comics. So like his journey is sort of to become a man in some sense. Uh, so yeah, I'm just saying he has he has personal growth. He does have a lot of personal. growth. Have you guys ever discussed the plot of Hellboy with each no, other? Right? Not at all. We only drink. We only drink. There's, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um. You guys are both right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I love that you guys have very little knowledge of it. That's great. Who cares? We're here for the beer. I know yeah. what the Hellboy looks like. I've seen yeah. trailers. Great. There you go. I've definitely seen both of those first two movies. I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, you're not missing yeah, out Yeah, you're much. fine. Okay. But if yeah. it goes on streaming, give it a watch. Waste some time. Get yeah. high. Watch There's it. There's so much else you could do. <laughs> Colin, get high. Make signals here. Come over and drink. Get what high. We'll watch this movie. Uh, this is number five of a series of six so, of beers. So we've gone through um, four previous, and they're all based in thematically on characters from the Hellboy comic books. Okay. Not the movies. These are just specifically supposed to be from the 
comics. Is this something that this brewery does often, or is this do people do this often? Like theme out their beers, or is this just a small? gigantic breweries like idea of like oh here's a way to sell more i know they do other like ip kind of thing like they do like oh god what else uh, other comic book stuff specifically i've seen but i don't know if that's like a, i feel like a lot of breweries do this kind of thing where like i know Oma gang i think had like a whole game of thrones right, series right. that oh, would, cool. was coming yes. out okay. you gotta catch them all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon Pokemon something that you could out. put like, like a, yeah something on well they're limited edition we run out we grab them from the shelves yeah yes and we fell for it hook line and sinker I oh hell it. yeah i mean the bottle is very cool it is yeah, cool it's very i pretty. think it looks really I, I, she looks, it looks like there's a hell girl on it yeah well this beer oh. that's a good call this beer is um the blood queen um, also known as nimu um we in our reading have not gotten to this character yet. So oh, Kate, no, I, I have read about her, of course, but Kate is not because in our podcast, I have read far ahead of, of Kate. Kate's yeah. more new to it. Okay. Um, but this we is what it has to, to say about the beer itself. It says cranberry yuzu sour. Yes. And it says, beware of what you ask. Let the queen of blood arise in this bewitching combination of cranberry and yuzu citrus. I'm Yum. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I'm excited. yum for this. It sounds great. I love it. And when you were I, saying that you really like sour beers. I love so I feel like their sour beers were trendy for a stretch. And and then I feel like IPAs are winning. Mm-hmm. And I don't love an IPA. Super hoppy. 100 agree with you. Too hoppy for me. Um, I and too bitter. Do you know there's something called like an international like bitter? It's like an IBU or something like that, International Bitters Unit or something oh. that tells you how bitter a beer is. Mm. If there's beer heads oh, who cool. are listening, um, they're going to come for me because it's not correct. It might be IBU. I think it's IBU and it tells you how bitter a beer is so you can find an IPA that's like less. But I love a sour because, I don't know, I love a tang. I love a sour. A beer should be refreshing Agreed. in my mind. I think Great. I don't like beer... Be, uh, craft beer or anything like that. I usually drink just uh, like a light, Miller. a Miller light. Listen, drinkable beers. When yeah. I'm having a slice of pizza, wouldn't I just love to have a Bud Light or a Miller yeah. light or a Coors yeah. Light? With yeah. it? I don't yeah. like a beer that Sounds is a good. full meal. Also, yeah. I want to point out uh, that the alcohol percentage on this per volume is 6.66. Hell yeah. Ooh, evil percentage. So evil. That's cool. That is Wait, very that's cool. cool. <laughs> they thought about this stuff. I wonder like, that's how what's hard it is it. to get that specific. I like, I didn't right. really think of, uh, of like your alcohol percentage being something you would control. Of course it is, but to get so specific, that's very cool. Yeah, it is I'm very sure interesting. It's around there. If I it's 6.65, like I'm not going right? to be mad. Right. But I don't know how legally you can just like lie on your label. That's what it I'm. It has wondering. to be close oh, enough true. within right. a tenth of a percent. Hey. All right. Well, um, we poured it out. Um, let's take our first drinks. Cheers. Cheers to you, listeners. It's not too sour. No. No, it's not, not at, at all. all. It's very tame. Delicious, mm-hmm. especially for having cranberry in the title and yuzu, which are two sort of tartar situations. I yeah. thought it was going to be more sour. I like it. What is nice. yuzu? Mm. A Japanese citrus fruit. Oh, I was not going to know. And now oh, I do. Yeah. I don't know about Hellboys, but I know about you. <laughs> you know? Um, it's great. It's like super. I mean, it's like as red as it's pretty orangey red. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. They've so far. All of their beers have been like that, where it's like it sounds like it's going to hit you in the face with something like they had a pancakes and maple syrup flavored oh, one. Yeah. And we were all kind of worried because it just sounded like it had the potential to taste like garbage and then it tasted great. It was like pretty subtle for what they're like advertising. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah that's great. This is a very quenchable, sippable beer. You yeah. drink this with a slice. Yeah. You definitely yeah, drink totally. this with a slice. Summer slice. Yeah. It's, like it's got a nice amber <laughs> color to it. It does feel summery, even yeah. though it's got cranberry and I know that's a, a fall the fall, you know, it's a fall, fall spice. Flavor. You think about yeah. like, flavor, you know, it comes but... to Thanksgiving, et cetera, but I would drink this in the summer. Mm-hmm. I like it. Totally. I feel like, like almost all of them in this have tasted or more, they'd be more welcoming in the summer heat versus. Um, Are you guys getting them as, were they all released at once? They or have released, they been releasing it over? Like every seven weeks, I think a new one. Oh, so maybe they are out. doing it seasonally. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and my question too is um, Dark Horse Comics. Yes. Is that in Portland? Is it a local thing? Or is this just like somebody who owns and runs Gigantic as a Dark Horse? I think they're fan? more so it's Mignola. Mike Mignola, who created 
um, Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Um, he in Dark Horse is the publishers, and he is from Portland gotcha. originally. He's a hometown Hellboy. Yes, because he now lives, I believe, in <laughs> s- Southern California. Yeah, but. Yeah, he, so they were like, I think they were just fans of it, and maybe, you know, they saw a marketing opportunity like anybody else would. Yeah. Because the last year, this this year, not last year, this year, they had the new movie come out, mm-hmm. which was like a reboot, and then also it was the 25th anniversary of the creation of Hellboy. Of Hellboy. Ooh, what's the name of the guy who did the new Hellboy? He's, uh, he's David Harbour? David yeah. Harbour. Yes. Yeah. I love things. Mia David Harbour. He's very good. <laughs> I, I like a guy that uh, comes into a career kind of late in life, but he <laughs> yeah. gets to play like the the gruff, I, uh, schlubby guy. I just watched Men in Black the other day, and I know that Tommy Lee Jones had a huge career before, yeah. but I love... Uh, he has this one line of like, um, God, I'm going to butcher it, but it's pretty much like, hey, don't ever uh, listen here, Junior, right? One of those yeah. guys. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I love an, an old, rough <laughs> guy. Listen yeah. here. Yeah. Listen here, Pipsqueak. Yeah. You don't know how it is. Uh, I've and, seen some things. Yeah. David yeah. Harbour feels like he's hit that groove now where he's just like aged perfectly into that kind he's of all, character. He's playing all fun stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, yes. There's no like slog in his career where it's like I'm doing this because I need work that felt too real <laughs> Help. Um, he's just like doing so much fun stuff no I'm doing fun stuff too come on yeah. <laughs> hey I'm the only one that call, like goes into a spiral on this show about their career <laughs> that's your gimmick oh, I gotta find yeah. a different game here I'm so sorry <laughs> um, can I ask what the Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense is yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll let Kate. It's take on this the bottle. One. Oh sure, yeah. It's just like Hellboy works. Based, it's like a government agency that investigates. It's like a Men in Black. It's Hellboy's Men gotcha. in Black. Yeah, it's gotcha. like uh, they're checking out any kind of monster situations and mm. and Hellboy is he's the Tommy Lee Jones in this. Yeah, he's like an Bureau. agent. It totally. Great. Yeah. What I like about that I would differentiate from Men in Black is Men in Black is like a secret like organization in the in the world of Hellboy in the comics, not so much the movies, of course. It's known. It's not. It's like a public bureau, just like how the CIA is like the public cops know about them and stuff. Yeah. So when something uh, paranormal happens in the world, it's not unusual. Like. Like just being a citizen, you'd be like, I got another demon has come up. Like that's how they react in, in that world. In some towns, it's like it's just like if like if your town like flooded every year or something, but there'd be like a de- like it'd be like normal for some places, and then other places they don't experience paranormal shit. It's yeah, like, like, it's like not- just common enough that it's like nobody would. Nobody like ever sees Hellboy in the comic and is like, "What the fuck are you?" Like, yeah. nobody, re- yeah, they know. Yeah, the Hellboy is a known entity. Yeah, yes. he's a thing. Wouldn't that open up more uh, questions about God and totally? It would rip existential. Lily posed that question. I think if if there was a Hellboy, I would just be like, "Well, now I believe Where's in Angel God. Right. Yeah. I better get to church. Right. Like, yeah, we gotta now. get Heaven Boy. Yeah. Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jesus, and he's oh. here. Yeah, yeah okay, he's been cool. here. Yeah. Okay. Oh. We'll call him he's Jesus. with us. Okay. He's this with is us the always. real purpose of this <laughs> podcast <laughs> to convert everyone. Let him into your heart. I, it listen, is a- if you, this if we came here and you just proselytized us, I would respect you. <laughs> I would respect you. And where do we stand now? We're very respected. Very well respected yeah. with our intro and our- Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't respect you. I got it. I got it. Uh, Fair enough and <laughs> With that religious like question, it I still like can't wrap my head around it in what his world because they never question it. And there's like realm, it's like almost like just a given that there's realms, other realms that there's demons exist and other creatures of that aren't of our but world. It gets me in even I don't know if it's okay. I'm bringing up Men in Black and now I'm bringing up Marvel movies, but the second <laughs> totally. that there are superheroes, it should throw in. Everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Aliens. Well, right. especially with Marvel, like it does. They're right. they're aliens. Yeah. They're living different planets yeah. and galaxies. But you can't have a Hellboy without heaven, because hell yeah. technically, if we're going to get into the Bible of it, yeah. It, hell comes from heaven. Yeah. It's created from heaven right. and it's a fall, Hellboy's a fallen angel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Hellboy isn't a fallen angel. Okay, we don't he, know. He was that. born in hell. <laughs> we don't know. He that. doesn't know this yet, but it was he was born in hell. He was. We and know then this. he was Yes, he do was. Do you see a hell baby? Yeah, you yeah. do. That's cute. And it's he's conjured cute. onto the human world. He's a little hell baby. It's a cute. Baby. 
Yeah, yeah it's he's like super a cute, cute little thing. Why aren't people doing more Hell Baby costumes? There are a couple them? little. I That's mean, not cute. costumes, but the I I I don't know. There probably are, but there are like little comic book runs of like him as a little kid. That, I'm into it. It's adorable. That's cute. <laughs> it's adorable. That's for me. I gave um, when I went on my I'll trip to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave Beth's niece. I got a book called Hellboy Like Itty Bitty, and it was like a little children's book but hellboy Cute. and i bought that and gave it to her niece because she I was like, thought it was so cool not at all <laughs> she could have cared fucking less so impressed. she was like mark david what do i call you i want to talk to you put do you this, guys uh, put oh, this sorry. on my shelf yeah <laughs> i'll get around to this one put um, it with the others i like that you're trying to like nerdify i'm trying to nerdify my nieces and my brother is uh, like really really pushing star wars uh, very hard on my uh, two nieces. She, yeah. One is four and one's uh, not even one yet. Uh, wow, uh, really young. Very young. Yeah. But, uh, uh, what's fun is I, I came in while I was watching Star Wars with my niece, Billy, and I was like, uh, you know, that's Han Solo. Isn't he cool? And she's like, well, and I'm like, I'm like, what about? OK, well, is Chewbacca your favorite? And she's just like, no. And I turn to my brother. And I'm like, what's the deal? And he's like, Leia. Ray, yeah, like, these course, are women. Yeah. Like you have to, and of I was course. like, oh, I kind of stopped. <laughs> that came from a different <laughs> right. Place. I'm like, it's Chewbacca and Han Solo. They're the coolest. No. You're raising your daughter wrong. He's like, no, it's a girl. You idiot. Yeah, like, Ray is cool. Ray is really cool. Hell. Yeah, they're making so, a whole cartoon about her. Ray, I, I didn't know that, but that would be cool. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like they're making a Star Wars cartoon for like the Disney streaming. That's a, a mm. girl. Oh, that's great. That should, makes sense. Yeah. They should oh, do something. Yeah. Like I mean, that. They're they're a huge great. fan of Ray. Princess Leia is a huge. I mean, not maybe not a huge feminist icon. I'm not going to speak to that, but I do think like <laughs> as far badass, as in a ner- she was very badass. Yeah, yeah. In the first film, she was great. She, she was made fun of her gun. heroes. Yeah, yeah. She, she was, gets them back with the "I love you, I know" sitch and like does all the like. She's cool. She's that cool in it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So back to Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys have other favorite, do you have other favorite like sour beers or like, are there other yes, like, yes, yeah. there's a bar not too far from here okay. uh, called uh, the public house, which has a, a sour beer, uh, Petrus sour ale. I think it's called Petrus sour and ale. And on the menu, cool. it shows that the, it won like best beer in the world a couple years ago. Oh, cool. It's a very, very strong. But it is like my all-time favorite sour. It is. That's awesome. Just super. Is it really sour? It's very sour. That's what I want. Sometimes I order sour beers and bartenders are like, you should try it first. And I'm like, I know you think it's too sour for me. Mm. You don't know me. You don't know. (laughs) And all my friends that don't like sour beers hate it, which is great because I never. It's not that people usually share beer. Right. But when people are like, oh, let me try that. I'm like, you're going to hate it. (laughs) That's fine because you're not going to want to keep trying my beer. Uh, But it's super sour and it's so strong. It's like seven or eight. Eight percent. Like having one is having two light beers. Yeah, oh nice. (laughs) I love it. I have a couple favorite sour beers. Nice. Go for it. I love the dogfish head. Okay, well, he made it with all that Star Wars saying that (laughs) Han Solo and Chewbacca are the coolest characters, not Ray and Lance. And now I will destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) I like the dogfish head sequench ale, and then there's a um, there's a really cool um beer company called um uh grim do you guys know about grim Mm-mm. and they like just go around and they um brew at other people's breweries and make limited runs of stuff and they make a lot of really cool sours they had a really awesome raspberry one that i loved and they do cool art on their bottles it's all limited runs because they'll like go to dogfish head brewery and do one run there and then they'll go to that's awesome yeah like red hook and do one run there and then a story brewing company in now we've talked a lot about Oregon. It's not Oregon. It's in Astoria, New York. Um, does a ton of sours. They had a hibiscus sour one time, and they have a really good um, mango sour. That's great. Are you so. into like the flowery? Like sometimes I feel like that's hit or miss for me. Like a like fla- hibiscus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hibiscus was super tart. Like oh, yeah, all like all the way in the back of your throat. Yeah. And I don't mind a flowery, so that might not have been for you. Yeah, maybe not. But but I mean, I would try it. Yeah, sounds it's if it's alcoholic. No, I sound. Bad. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try. Anything. I mean, yeah. I'll drink mouthwash. Uh, if it's ethanol, I'll just put it in my body. <laughs> yeah. That's sour, right? <laughs> we can make it sour, I guess. Great, 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 great. Put some lemon heads in your mouth and drink it. I don't know. I do <laughs> like the new thing of uh, the designs on cans it's and beers. Cool, right? They're getting much more into it. Uh, there's a company in San Diego called Beach Grease, which Ooh, I think is 
an cool name. Awful, oh, I think it's an awful name. <laughs> you do beach grease. Beach I think grease. it sounds cool. It sounds surfy to me. It so. is. Yes, it's very surfy. But all their cans are the artwork on it is amazing. That's like, awesome. They're super skeletony. They have one called Bury Me a G. So it's kind of this. Um, it's a skeleton guy in a uh, uh, coffin, but the coffin's like a low rider, and he's kind of like this uh, cholo gangster uh, skeleton artwork. Anyway, Beach Grease, San Diego. Where do you get those? Like just a specialty beer store? Or? Yeah, it would have to be a specialty beer store. It's, it's a very small brewery down there. That's cool. A friend of mine works for Modern Times, and yeah. all of their cans are always so cool. Like, I always want to buy all of their, like, glass like they sell all the glasses that have like the artwork from the cans yeah. and I'm like I don't need any more glasses in my house but, but I do cool. want them they're good yeah um uh oh yeah did you guys ever work in you said you worked in a restaurant or I like bartending the, too I I used to bartend so I worked at one restaurant called DB Bistro in New York City which is a Daniel Belude restaurant it's still there it's on 44th and 6th shout out it's a very good restaurant, Great restaurant. if you're in Midtown awesome. I don't know why you'd be in that neighborhood unless you're a businessman or going to the theater but you could be either um, and they have they didn't have a proper bar when I worked there they do now they've like redone the restaurant but it was just a service bar mm -hmm. and so I used to tend bar at lunch which meant that I basically poured diet cokes and glasses of white wine yeah but that was my bartending experience and we had no <laughs> taps we only had beer in bottles and cans so it was a very easy like I feel yeah. bartenders who have to like Poor tap beers. And that's like a time consuming thing. My yeah. first job, I just thought about this. Why didn't I talk about this beer job was working at a Belgian restaurant in New York. And we had to pour all the Belgian beers in oh, wow. all of the right glasses, which is oh. a feat. Yeah. Did they, they have a chart? They must have some guide for you. The bartender gives you the beer with the glass that it goes in, and it says, like, quok on the side. So, you know, the okay. quok goes in the quok glass. The quok glass is the coolest one because it doesn't have – it's a wooden handle, so you don't ever touch the glass. And it's oh. suspended like a little beaker in the wooden handle to drink. Oh, whoa. Um, and a, a fun fact that I know is that you can take a Duvel glass, turn a Duvel upside down in it, and walk away, and it pours a perfect – Duvel. That's crazy. Two with two inches because the head's supposed to stop where the bell curves in. That seems like so much pressure. I would be such a bad bartender. That seems like a lot of hard work. It was it was like in the meatpacking district in the early 2000s. And it was a bunch of Brazilian people who didn't care. They were like, get me my muscles, get me my beer. Yeah, I actually still bartend. And there's a, I have a little Ron Perlman story, which I don't Ooh. know if it would be, I know it should be apropos. I hope it's about Ron Perlman and Men in Black. But I feel like I'm front-ending this with it not being a good story. But uh, I met Ron Perlman, he came into his bar, I was working at downtown in Los Angeles, and I was busy and it was just me behind the bar, and he was trying to tell me this joke, and not in a way, I think I ID'd someone next to him, and I turn and all of a sudden Ron Perlman's staring at me and Ron Perlman is I'm taller than Ron Perlman, but he is such a presence. Yeah, uh, he is yeah. such a uh, uh, I want to say man. And he's another he's another Tommy Lee Jones. He's like an old grizzled yeah. guy. I think this is a time around um, the motorcycle show that he was doing. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So he just had this presence about him. And he said to me and I was very busy, but he said to me, he's like, hey, I got a great ID. And I just went, yeah, man. <laughs> and then like, and then like, cause people are shouting orders and I'm like, what can I get for you? And yeah. he's just like, I have a great ID. And I know, and, and looking back now, I'm just like, I should have just stopped and been like, play into his yeah, joke. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. And it was like, you sure do, buddy. What do you want? Oh, yeah. And then he just like ordered something and then slammed a $50 bill on the bar. And I think his joke was like, $50, I can get whatever I want. But yeah. he slammed the $50 bill and he left. He tipped, you know, every, he left that. He left the 50 yeah. the full 50? He was great. That's awesome. I love that. He was yeah. great. He was so cool and nice. But I feel so bad that I didn't engage. It was too hectic yeah. at the time to be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do a bit with Ron Perlman. Uh, and I, also, I, like, I just kept laughing along with him so saying that's that. That's a little thing again. bit of like him being too famous and cool to realize right. that like you're in a super stress place right. right then. So. And was his joke like his face is like, I'm Ron Perlman. You know so that I'm idea. Ron Perlman. No, I think he was he like was the 50 like, was the 50. Yeah, yeah, it must have been like, yeah. I'm Ulysses. I got a great idea and he passes you a 50. Like, what can I get you, man? And then he orders. What do you remember what he ordered? It was like a vodka cranberry or something. 
It wasn't complicated. A vodka cranberry yuzu sour. <laughs> what a way to bring it back. Wow. <laughs> I remember when I got here and I said I'm nervous about day drinking and I drank the whole beer. So yeah. That's it. Hey, I mean, starting to drink will make you a lot less nervous and it's great. Let's, yeah. There's yeah, so please. Much more. There's so much more in there. I'm like, as we're speaking, I'm trying to quickly pull up some uh, some young little Hellboy. Oh, for, pics? For you. I do want to see. I do want to see the cute. Sounds little, like we're little Hellboy. <laughs> I just think he sounds like he might be cute. Yeah, it's. I cute. picture him in just a diaper for some reason. Like, like <laughs> what um, is he wearing in the beginning? I think he's naked. naked. Yes, like Tommy from. <laughs> That's my is very good. Or the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh yeah, but he's just but he just wears a diaper and smokes a cigarette. But it's, yeah. yeah, that's why I, I guess like the vibe would be similar, yeah. right? Is that the connection? Yeah. I see that. Yeah, I get that. Um, <laughs> but he's still a Hellboy, but just he's a like baby. a baby, a baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hellboy has a big arm. Yes, yeah, it's right. called the right hand of doom. Yeah. It's, a, it's bigger than the other. Yeah, yeah, it's like stone. It's like the best way to describe it, it's like a big stone cool. hand, and that yeah. gives him power. What is the deal with that? Yeah, it well, it's technically supposed to be the key to the end of the end of the world to bring about the apocalypse. So he's like the Antichrist, that. kind of. He's supposed to be, but he doesn't want to be. That's yes. like the, whole, the real thing that's of the story. Struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah, that's a struggle. He's basically like that's his like his dad put thing. that on him. Totally, he's very Jesusy in that way. That's very that's, true that he did. His dad did. I don't know if we've yeah. gotten to that specific, but that's his dad did. That. That's basically very like, yeah. antichristy. That's yeah. very you some know, evil shit we're dealing with. Get it together, dads. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> all dads, all dads, all out dads, there. stop making your boys get look antichrist. <laughs> stop making your girls like Chewbacca, and stop making your boys. <laughs> Just back off. All you uncles out there, too. Just, yeah, uncles really need Uncles really got to yeah, stop. Stop bringing me Hellboy books. I'm begging you. I have a bookshelf full of them, um, Uncle Mark David Christian. What's just funny is, like, you you immediately thought that I, like, I put that on my, like, nephews and nieces, and I don't. Like, I did that just because I was like, I rarely get to see um, Beth's niece, Josie, mm. and I was like, we should, pr- I wanted to bring or something, and then I was like, I had stopped by a local Portland comic book and I was like, and I saw it. And I was like, I literally texted Beth, like, should I get this? She's like, yes. Oh, so it's like more specific. Cute. Like four now? Yeah, four that five. is the thing also, any gift. Yeah. 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 And especially then best sister can go like, Uncle Mark David Christensen brought this for you. Yes. <laughs> Even later on can be like, remember this? Remember this? And yeah. so sometimes like, I know when I've sent my friends kids, I'm not a, an official aunt, but I'm a fake aunt. And I, when I've sent mm-hmm. my friends kids gifts and they'll be like, Lala gave this to you. And then they like, will talk about me when they read the thing. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. And I was we're, like, okay, we're just making funny. We're just making fun. Dave. But you did my, a good yeah. job. But you yeah. did a great job. And also I a hundred percent do try to push my interest. You want to connect. I want to yes. connect. And I do think they're like, I want them to, and my brother and my sister-in-law are very cool and they do it in a way that I think is very healthy, but they have all the Pee Wee Herman uh, DVDs. Yeah. So it's like my nieces watch Pee Wee Herman, and I yeah. think that's very that's cool. Adorable. So I also right. try to bring in like the Muppets and yes. things that are smart and you'd interesting. Watch. And yeah, I don't want her to just watch uh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, yeah. you nailed it. They of are course, obsessed with I've Paw seen Patrol. It. Yeah. Okay, they're talking puppies. I get it, but also <laughs> my friend Carrie and her husband Soren, they like. Their, when their son was little, they were like, "How do you like David Bowie?" And like got yes. him into Bowie that's and cool. was like, "We can watch." This movie with David, but and they like got into Dark Crystal and they were he, he like loves it and Labyrinth and all yep. that. That whole world was like for him. He's like, I love it, yeah. and he <laughs> loves awesome. David Bowie and he's like, uh, he's an adult now. No, he's not. He's like <laughs> bigger now and still loves it, but so has an not. appreciation for that stuff. And they didn't have like, to listen to Paw Patrol. Yeah, totally. Right. Thank God. My friends' kids only watch um, other kids playing with toys or video games. Like they just watch YouTube, YouTube videos and- of. Like kids unpacking stuff, and it's like kids that's it, man. Love that. That's yeah. all she does. Isn't it weird it's how crazy. much they love to watch other kids open things? Yeah, yeah. That what is a weird. Is thing. I don't know. No, no, no. I didn't we know gotta this study this psychologists. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is a little bit of me being jealous of friends growing up having certain toys. Because I did. Uh, I'll, I'll admit right here on this podcast. You watch videos. I definitely of stole micro machines toys. from a couple of friends growing up. Whoa. Oh, I got jealous. We got them. That's it. We got them. You dragged it. That's a real easy steal, and honestly, like they miss them. 
I think they did. If their parents <laughs> were <laughs> They asked me about this several times. <laughs> Stop being friends. Yeah. Uh, it was bad at times. Uh, here's, this is the itty bitty Hellboy that I just see. Okay, I'm honestly, showing up for the listeners a little. Like, I wish he was cuter. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got a trench coat on, I guess. A little duster jacket. Mm-hmm. He's black cute. Shorts. He's a scamp. He looks yeah. like a scamp. <laughs> got a little, little wisp of hair, maybe a ponytail. Does he have a ponytail? It he looks kind of like a hair. mullet. Mm. Um, yeah, he's cute. So we've got cloven hooves, right? Yes. We've got the big arm. Which I guess he was born with a big arm. This seems like a, such well, a cartoon. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for Kate, okay, but that okay. wasn't—he wasn't born with it. He was given it. Let's just say that. Oh shit! Thanks, no. Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and here's all, him and all his really friends. Okay, when he has his mouth closed and you see his cute little buck teeth, I do like that. Yeah, there you that go. That's very cute. Give <laughs> a big old thumbs I up. I like that he's still wearing a baby trench coat, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have a shirt on, as I predicted. So he never does. This is the book you gave Josie. This is one of them. Not it's the cute. specific. Is one. that the Blood Queen on down on the lower mm. right? Uh, no, that is Liz Sherman. Okay, she can control fire. Oh, cool, 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 cool. There Good are several strong female characters in the book. It's pretty. I like that. Yes. It's cool. But well, this is... it was written. You said it was just the twenty year anniversary, so it's a modern comic yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. It's younger than I am. <laughs> and I'm going to show you. Um, oh, she just opened another yeah, bottle of beer. Hellboy can't even Not drink even it. Hellboy beer. <laughs> Here is. So that was. Your good idea, yeah, Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a good idea for you. And he hits, he hits you with, you his, with his big, big hand. Right hand. Yeah, he punches you. Yeah. I'm so happy and reassured that he was like a nice person. It's just nice to hear good stories about. People Ron like Perlman. that, yeah. just like yeah, and he's got actors. a big Twitter presence, which is just him talking shit on the president. So I oh, was yeah. just like, oh great, he's yeah. he's yeah. great. He's solid. He, gets, yes. he calls him a motherfucker and like gets really like <laughs> yes. shut the fuck up, you dumb yeah. motherfucker. Blah, blah. Like I don't know how much you like to curse on these things, but curse all oh, you fucking fine. all right, yeah. fucking a Ron motherfucking Perlman <laughs> hates the stupid ass Donald Trump, <laughs> not my president. I kind of love that. I love to because it makes because he I feel like Hellboy isn't a political I don't know about it is from Portland so maybe it has like a lot of political stuff but I feel like things like Marvel and comic books and things like that and Star Wars kind of cross a barrier are purple things right they Mm -hmm. cross all political lines let's unite through Star Wars ladies and gentlemen know what I (laughs) mean like we need to bring this country together everyone go see the Star Wars movies Um, but when you have the star and you have people who are maybe not on the right side of things from my opinion sorry Mm -hmm. if podcast listeners here are I do think it's cool to have the star of that be like this isn't cool yeah i love that stance for someone who and then people are like shut up don't just stay in your lane and don't be political but you're a human being you hope that at least one person is like well maybe if the thing i like the thing that i like really love and spend all this time like investing in like i don't know if that person does hate it maybe it's like it does hopefully make somebody think about something like that like yeah but the stay in your lane thing i hate so much when someone would say and i understand like i don't like that I think think Chris Pratt is very uh, religious and very like uber Christian. And I think he's probably voted for Donald Trump. No. So I does put me in a situation where I like, I don't love Chris Pratt because I don't agree with his ideology, but also I love his movies and I love, you can agree. He's very good at what he does. It's so funny. I would never tell him to be like, Hey, tone down your Christianity or tone down your uh, conservatism. And there's a lot. It always surprises me when there are people who are actors who are conservative, just because I feel like um, socially in our business, it's very hard to justify like working with, women and people of color and queer people and and be on the right but there are people who for whatever reason uh, if it's financially or whatever happen to end up being that way Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah i don't i don't love that side of chris pratt but it doesn't mean that his movies aren't right good movies and there's also a lot of come out and say that against more of a i think an outspoken liberal yes people really are like stay in your your lane lane. i'm gonna boycott this movie but it also is like one of those things where sometimes i'm like there's a lot of people who aren't republican or liberal who work on that movie as well Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. put their time and energy into it so you can you don't have to think about supporting that one star necessarily i agree with that and also to stay in your lane politics i think affects every 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 lane so it's like shut the fuck it's everybody's lane everyone's lane (laughs) also a citizen of this country it is it's It's an argument i just don't it's 
nonsense. Yeah, I'm a human being. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wanted to show you this rendition because that rendition I showed you that Itty Bitty is a different artist rendition. Okay. Of young little Hellboy. Itty Bitty is the name of the. It's like Hellboy Itty Bitty, like the run of those. Okay, great. And I didn't. I should have said the artist name, but I can because it looked like uh, Muppets. Baby Muppets. What was yeah. Muppet, ba- Muppet, Muppet Babies? Babies. Yeah. That's what it looked like, it's, Muppet Babies. That rendition is so designed for kids. Okay. Well, this is the first time we've... This is Mike Mignola. He did a short story called Pancakes. We've covered on the podcast. Okay. And it's literally about a young child version of Hellboy eating pancakes for is the first time. Is that what the time. pancake and maple syrup yes, beer was about? exactly. Yeah. God, glad for that. What a listener. Really, I'm I'm tuned in. Astute. So this, I'm just gonna hand it over to you, and you can. There's only two. It's only two pages, okay. but that gives you a version of Hellboy as a babe, as a child. Oh, and, okay. oh, that a reaction. <laughs> okay, how old wrong. is Hellboy supposed to be here? Do we think? I like Four or five, I think. Something like that. Six big. at most. He's big. He's a big guy. He's as big, big as a boy. Labrador. He's a demon. Has to even have men. <laughs> yeah. You know? We did. I whenever I see that comic now, I do think about Dave's friend's son called in and like read all of the lines, and it's it, it like made it that much cuter. Where it's yeah. like a real little kid's voice <laughs> oh, will really make it like the little the it's cutest. Very thing. cute. I'm gonna pass it to you, to you before I say what I think is the cutest line. Maybe you'll think figure out what you think is the cutest line, and we'll <laughs> say it at the same time. <laughs> I gotta, right, right away, this artwork is. Uh, much more. Well, it's for grounds. It's for yeah. grounds. Yeah. It's for grounds. Okay. And for we're grounds all grounds to appreciate. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great, so, yeah, it's a beloved story too. <laughs> like, no, no, we're we're going to silently watch you read it and let the listeners feel uncomfortable as uncomfortable as you do. <laughs> did you look at the second? Do you looked at the second page? Oh, I did right? look at the second There's page. There's two pages. The oh, whole story it. is two I pages. I screwed it up. I got distracted by the cute line. Because the whole thing yeah. is funny is it's about he and he likes pancakes. He's like a normal human yeah. kid where he's yeah. like, I okay. just want buttered noodles. Okay, the cutest so line. I'm going to guess. Can I guess yes. what your yes. cutest line is? <laughs> yes. And then I'll tell you which line I think okay. is cute. I think uh, you're going to say, I don't like Pam cakes. Yeah, I don't like Pam cakes. I, think <laughs> I don't like Pam cakes. It's supposed to be pancakes. Can yeah. I don't like Pam cakes. I really just like that it's Hellboy breakfast and he goes, I want hot noodles. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that's that's cute. Good, that would have been yeah. my second place line because he wants hot noodles. Hearing this in a kid's voice would be very cute to me. Yeah. And <laughs> how cute that it. Oh, this is very cute. Oh my gosh. And then the demons are upset. Did you read the yeah, second page? Oh my gosh. So Hellboy is playing with a Labrador retriever. Very cute. They're the same size, even though he's four, which is very big. A lab is big. I think, I mean, I think he's four. I, can, he, I could be saying, wrong. If he's saying I don't like want pancakes, he's four. I feel yeah. four or five yeah. to me. Um, otherwise, it feels like he might not be smart. I don't know. Um, and he says, I want noodles. And then the man is like, you have to eat the pancakes. You're having the pancakes. He says, I don't want, I don't like pancakes. And then he eats the pancakes and he's like, uh, what? I friggin' love pancakes. And then they cut to hell and the demons are freaking out. I love yeah. that they, meanwhile, in Pandemonium, capital city of hell. Pandemonium yeah. is the capital yeah. city. Yeah. Very nice so in Pandemonium, what do they say? Ah! <laughs> and then someone says, "What is all the ruckus about?" And it, they say, "It's the boy. He has eaten the pancake." <laughs> and then they say, "He will never come back to us now. This is our darkest hour." Because they know pancakes are yeah. so good that he's gonna want to stay. He's fully he's human gonna love now. the humans. Like, the, they don't have pancakes in hell. And yeah. yeah, it's. Too it's hot for pancakes. Such a delightful Adorable. little story. That's cute. That's very Even cute. though I don't know that the, I think the artwork is cuter. The story is cuter. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's very cute. Oh, I think the I also like this artwork. I better. like this artwork yeah. better. It's not cuter because he's yeah, more demonic. It's much more. But demonic. I like his vibe. Is cute. Yeah, yeah. that's very the guy good. who does like all. He's like the creator of the yeah. comics. Good and job, stuff. man. Yeah. You created a good. You did really. You did a good. good. You did. You really did. We're <laughs> proud. Really We're did. proud of you. <laughs> um. Great. <laughs> any other uh, questions for us about Hellboy? Or I mean, I feel like I don't know. Well, how... Can I ask about the blood the beer? Yeah, we're gonna come back to it because we're gonna rate it. We're okay. gonna have fun rating okay. it. But what okay. was the question about it? I just what's... oh, you want to know about the blood? Yeah, what's, what's her deal? deal? So, is it because... about periods? No. Okay, it's it not about menstruation. No. But so it is. It though, is. Right? You just cracked a code okay. that they were not planning on. I'm gonna dryly just read sort of the top of her bio and her history bio because I didn't really want I don't I don't want to dive too much because I don't want to spoil too much for Kate. 
Um, it's you can't. I mean, because she's in the newest <laughs> movie. Kidding. It's not like yeah, she was totally... in the newest movie, and that's and I don't care who played also, her in the movie. Uh, Mia Jovich. Oh yeah, oh, she was a good cool. casting. I just think the movie did or didn't do it right. Okay, didn't do it right. She but did great. The sense she's just an old witch from King Arthur time. Okay, and she. So this is a real quick one. She's called Nimue, also known as the Queen of Blood or the Lady of the Lake, was the greatest of all British oh, witches. The actual Lady, Lady of, of the Lake, Lake I yeah. know from King Arthur. Yeah, uh, I so love the, when uh, stories involve the Arthurian legend because it kind of means like they all connect. Yeah, there's a, a great uh, Stephen King. Uh, the Dark uh, Tower, Tower series Tower, yeah. also has the Arthurian legend in it, and it means that like. Whatever. I'm too I just scared love to that. read Stephen King books. The Dark Tower Dark series not scary. is not scary. scary? Okay, it has, I'll read it's it. dark, but it's it's not it's not his horror. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's like fantasy. Yes. it's like okay. right. Yeah, that. it's really yeah. good. He's an amazing writer. Anyway. That's you'll you'll love this then because yeah. which we're about to find out, which you know from the movie. Now, yeah, yeah. Hellboy is a descendant of King Arthur. Cool. He has he has right, King cool. Arthur's blood in him due due to his uh, his mother's side. That's awesome. So it's that's why she's sort of ends up being part of his larger storyline. But Nemu is just like she was during the reign of King Arthur was beloved by Merlin who told her all of his secrets. Mm -hmm. She used his knowledge to imprison him in a a grave for eternity. But without Merlin to guide her, Nemu went nuts because the match, she couldn't understand all all her magic. So she she went mad. She ended up worshiping this God called Adru Jihad, which is the thing that is his big right hand of doom is connected to bring that big beast out of its captivity and bring about what they call Ragnarok destroys. He's our like world. the okay. big, big bad. Wait, do yeah. they call it also Ragnarok or are you just referring to? No, they Ragnarok. call it Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok's an old, like so Norse Ragnarok just means, means yes. like Ragnarok's an end, but which people don't realize is that Ragnarok is not just like an end. It's like an end that has a now a new beginning behind it. So it's, but it, it doesn't refer to the apocalypse. It has, it's a specific, so like this is the same Ragnarok that Thor experiences, or they is Ragnarok a term like it's a apocalypse? term like okay. apocalypse? Okay. Well, it's you like can, in Norse. It's like Norse, Norse mythology. They right? Call it, right? He yeah. just yeah. pulls in like the creator like pulls in all kinds of like mythologies from all different. Doesn't kinds Thor of also stuff. have a magic hand? He has a hammer. Okay, but he does have a magic hand in the new current iteration because he got his arm cut off. Yeah, and now he has a big well, gold hand. That's what I'm. Thor's saying. badass. You're yeah. really up to date. <laughs> I'm really up to date on all the Marvelverse <laughs> stuff. Love it. I've seen three movies, four movies. Nice. There you go. <laughs> and nice. one of them was and a Marvel movie. One was Men in Black. Right, right, right. Labyrinth. Uh, Men in Black. One Star Wars. I'll let you pick. And Pretty solid four. Captain yeah. Marvel. <laughs> but. She she was so mad and powerful that all the other British witches cut, literally cut her up into bits and put her body into like boxes and hid it in the earth. Which is what I always thought I would do to Jason when I was a little kid when I watched oh, those Voorhees? movies. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Voorhees from like when I was a little kid, I was like, how do you stop them? And I would always think like, oh, you got to cut them up and then like send them off into different parts because of the Because if country. you bury all the pieces together, they will yeah, come back together course. to create the body. Instantly. Yeah. Thank I you. I get that. I've never seen the Jason movies because I am, again, too scared. It's yeah. very scary. Yeah, too, scary. too scary. And That's I can't believe you said it as a child and then Jason in the same sentence. I was probably like 10 or something. <laughs> I mean, this was like pretty much tears in my eyes like watching it at a friend's house but not wanting to not watch it oh, because yeah, it was at a friend's house you know what I mean to me. I was Dude, like I'm cool I'm so sorry I'll never sleep again I'm <laughs> right cool. right and then just yeah, up waking Catholic, so there's an extra layer totally on that. yeah yeah like mm-hmm, bad I'm cool yeah, <laughs> I'm good on you for being a ten year old and being like, but I figured out how to beat him. Like that's never. I watched. I was trying. It was the only thing that, that was reassuring me, to me. I just never liked clowns. You better come up with a plan. No, there's no plan. You gotta <laughs> think for when he comes. It was that. It was that real to me. I was like, he could come at any time, and I gotta be prepared with a plan or something. Oh man, bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that's new. But yeah, that's me and you. And then she cool. ends up getting, of course, uh, resurrected. The circumstances that brings her back, and she ends up being a, an opponent that Hellboy has to face. She's an opponent. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. Kind of a bummer. She seems like she can be a baddie or a goodie. We mm. we can't know. Um, does Hellboy have like a love interest? Uh, in the yes, in the comics, we're gonna we'll eventually get there too. There's this is gonna be creepy because I think it is a little bit creepy because there's this 
back in, I don't remember the year it was. It could have been the f- 60s or 70s when uh, The Corpse. I can't remember what year The Corpse. Oh, story, The Kid and The Corpse. There's a corpse. There's this baby that got gets kidnapped by fairies, and then he has to go get it back. And brings it. that baby eventually grows up to a, gro- a grown woman, and then they reconnect later on in his life after he's disappeared okay. for like five years. <laughs> Not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not my favorite. Thank God she's grown up. Well, there's like and other love interests to, too. But he, I mean, but he's had other I love didn't interests too. That, yeah, so yeah. that's like true in the comics too. I know that they did it in the movie. They didn't. Sort they, of, they, they but didn't they didn't do it in the really. movie so much. But because I know it is weird. That is I feel the comic bummer. book somehow weirdly, because he's half demon. He doesn't. It's like age. He, he's just his age is okay. Different. I'm sorry, I'm not following. So she grows up, but he's still a teenager. That's what we're finding weird. What are we finding weird about this? Just that he she, saved her as a baby when he's uh, in that. Then and then eventually, oh, the yeah. baby comes back. He's like hubba hubba baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be. Held. And again, I haven't read that storyline in a long time, so I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how physical or it, it gets or anything because I can't remember. Okay. off the top of my head. We, so we don't see demon dicks. No. Okay. No, no, just was curious. But we did read a, the first novel, Hellboy novel, and he did have a physical relation with a woman named Anastasia. Is like, she from mm, the Romanovs? Like, are, are we crossing nah. that into that? Okay. Nah. <laughs> I, don't, I have to ask. Can yeah. we go like, Disney? <laughs> Can we go Disney? We got Marvel, <laughs> Star Wars. Can we get some Disney? <laughs> Lion King fit in it all here? That'd be great. I but mean, there's a lot of cool history. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, she's a very, she's a cool though. There's a lot I wish I could talk about, but I just don't want to spoil yeah, for Kate. That, cause she really does. She fucks him up. It's like, Kate, you got to catch she, up. I'll she still, is. You're ruining know, your own podcast by not I'm really doing any like, of the readings. I'm going like chronologically. <laughs> it's almost like, uh, it's like basically a little like book club for me where That's I'm just fun. reading. Yeah. The, I was basically like, oh yeah. Did you have somebody to talk to about both this? grow up reading comic books? Like going to comic book stores and like yeah comic yeah books. yeah. Okay. I had phases. I Mine was not like I never start didn't start like actually buying and ha- being like having to have boxes for my comics until like college and then after college. Mainly, really, I got fully in when I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. At home, it was more like, will my mom let me go in and like browse? Yeah, and then occasionally I would buy something. Then when Spawn. Was out. I remember buying those, but not consistently. It was just yeah. like I'd walk in and be I mean, like, as if a I had kid, money, I just didn't have money. I was right. just yeah. like, I'm not gonna. And what would I have done with them? I don't know. Like they were. Yeah. I like. I had like a handful, and I would just like keep them nice. And then I liked to draw, so I would like go in and look at stuff that I was like, oh, these drawings are really cool. But it would mean like I'll pick up like X Men three fifty eight and have no idea what the story is. Right. But I just I thought could that never get drawings into it. Were they cool. were serialized in such I had a way no idea. that I had no idea. I yeah. could never. You were already Once, primed for binge culture. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I just I took no media in until Netflix came around, and yeah. now I'm catching up <laughs> on everything. The and 35 you started years with Men in Black, yeah. and it's been you can't get away. <laughs> I have only read Watchmen. Really? Which I oh, yeah. think it's a is, damn good read, though. I think it technically is a trade paperback, not a comic. It book? is no. It came out in issues. It did come out. It's in just issues. when it became. Most people after the, I think it was the 80s that it came out. I mm-hmm. just don't want to get my history wrong. I think wrong. you're right, yeah. I think a big generation after that mm-hmm. were reintroduced to it when they started doing like collections. Yes. And so I never saw the movie. You don't be- need to. Well, that's why, because I I loved it. But you want to know what I found out when I was reading Watchmen is that the panels took me so long to read because I was just not used to reading panels and then I don't want to spoil for anyone who hasn't seen Watchmen which why haven't you read or seen it but they're like you find out halfway through like the identity of somebody who's been in all the panels and then I was like well fuck I gotta go back and look through all those panels and see where he was to just like no I was like how come I didn't pick up on that because I was just trying to read so much detail and then there's all of the in between there's like the stories the like the sea captain story. Yeah, stories. the sea captain story. And those I would read like a snap, and then the panels would take me so long to be so long to read. That. It's, it's its own thing for sure. Yeah. And then because you're just digesting so much, like yeah. and like that story isn't even like. I feel like visually, it it like it uses the visuals to help tell a story, but it's like dense as hell. Like yeah. you're still reading so much. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he has those. Art, Alan Moore's known for this. He probably, or at least, made this very popular. 
that like after each issue too, you'd have like those fake articles he'd write. Yes. That was like also in addition to what you just read and like this other level of, stuff. of like, great, I'm reading like a magazine article about yeah. a character. Yeah. In there. yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like to be immersive, but it's also like, God damn, this is so much. Like, yeah. I don't know if I need like a <laughs> I felt bad like, about myself how long it took me. I was like, I feel like an idiot. Oh, no way, dude. It's like, cause it's, you're not like with a book, you're just like, you're used to it. You're yeah. just used to it. Yeah. Yeah. What made you pick up just that one? Well, the movie was coming out yeah. and people were like talking about it. And I thought like, I maybe should read this before the movie comes out. And I was dating a dude who was into comics and had it and was like, here, why don't Great. I just take it and read it? Yeah. Cool. So just like, oh, I'll take a crack at this Yeah. One. And I yeah. did really love it. Yeah. I loved it. It's a good I read. It was very cool. So, but it just took me a long time. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my roommate bought it for me like last year for Christmas, and I have not been able to. It, it's dense. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's like an I intimidating movie, thing to so start. I'm like, yeah, I get it. And what's, <laughs> and what's Sorry, also just yeah. like the subject matter is like how fucking society's collapsing. Like, yeah. it's not like fun to no. read. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's like you, you guys know. excited for the HBO things coming out tonight? Tonight? Oh, yeah, we're recording the series coming out right now. I saw a review that said. It's worth keeping HBO just for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I do want to see it because I'll watch it. Yeah. There's been a couple of images, I think, in one or two of the trailers. That's like a snippet of a thing. And I'm like, ooh, they they're actually including this. Mm. Like, I think there's a snippet of Dr. Manhattan in there it's on the Mars. News. And it's I was like, whoa. Story, though. It's, yeah, it's, the Watchmen it's, is its own book. It's, it's a singular entity. It's, yeah. You don't follow these characters outside of. Yes well, and no, because DC eventually got rights for it back again or got rights to it recently. And they've been doing over the last year, like this thing called the Doomsday Clock or Dooms, mm-hmm. something that has now incorporated all the Watchmen stuff oh, into their universe. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of it, but people said it was pretty good. Um, but yes, Watchmen, this new series is supposed to not be a reboot or, or uh, a new adaptation. It's just from the end of that comic book, it's taking place sometime after. Okay. Cool. Which makes me excited. I think, but like, not with the same characters necessarily. Like with like the world. Yeah, there are some characters because I think Osmandius, the mm-hmm. the guy that's behind everything yes. in the end, Osmandius, I believe, is played by Jeremy Irons. Yeah, and he is in he the new like. one. Yeah. Okay. I think again, I've seen images of Doctor Manhattan. I think they at least. Glances. Rorschach's dead because he gets fucking vaporized. No spoilers. (laughs) Fucking care. Read the fucking comic book. Too long. Also, let's be honest. You're gonna get the fucking answer, asshole. No, I know. He dies in the movie too. I think. I hope your roommate's listening to this. Ruin your enjoyment of a whole. And I don't think that book you could because, like, you guys are talking about the density of it, and I think even just the basic storyline is dense. But then it's like there's also even further density because all the characters from uh, Watchmen are actually, they're not original creations. They're actually DC characters that he is recreating. Lesser characters than DC stuff? Well, they're like, they're like, uh, I don't know what you would call this. So it's like saying like a lot of times comic books that they're like, we want to tell a Superman story where he goes fucking mad. For example, we'll just use that as an example. Instead of being able to get the rights and write like a dark Superman story, they'll just create a character that's like an amalgamation of him. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. And they'll call him something else. Like, it's Captain fucking um, uh, Virtue. You know what I mean? And be like, we know that's the stand-in for Superman so we can tell the story. So what he did is there's a bunch of characters. I only know the one for sure off the top of my head is that Rorschach is a stand-in for an old DC character called, like, The Question. Oh, and they couldn't get The Question. Yeah, they so wanted to just turn it out. So they mm, used Rorschach. So, yeah, so Elmore just created these other characters for these stand-ins, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's like there's also like that other level of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. if you think about it. But this person represents another person in a, yeah. And what does that have to say about comics? I mean, Elmore's also an asshole. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's like a known, like, he's a genius, but he's also like, sort of shitty to other writers that have attempted to work on stuff he's done. What is that? He Can is, people be a genius and nice? That's what I was going to ask. Who are the nice genii? Because even like Bill Nye... I think they die and, young. Uh, yeah, right? I don't know if everyone considers Bill Nye a genius, but I also hear that he's a big asshole. I hear he's a oh, bummer. Yeah. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, ah, climate change. And you were like, no! <laughs> yeah. Don't God. say that! Yeah. Yikes. 
Uh, you know, we can't have it all. You we know? can't have anything nice. <laughs> but you know what thing that was nice was this beer. So ha- let's rate it. What do we want to do? We, we come up with silly rating system. It can be, I mean, our first one was like one to 60 something. Yeah. <laughs> but what do we want to like nonsense. make a system real quick of how do we want to rate this? I liked, um, how well does this go with a slice of pizza? Oh, okay. Great. That's great. So how do, do we, how do we rate that? Like from what's the one to... One to six. Are we just go one to six. How much would this go? Why pizza. Six? I'm just <laughs> so I'm arbitrary. Well, excuse me. There's eight slices in a large Great. pizza. There we go. So there we go. So we are we on zero to six? Zero one to eight. eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. You did say six again. Just I did. Okay. I know. I realized it. Went into zero. <laughs> I guess you could do because I feel like you, okay? you could be a person that would be like I don't want one, it. Wouldn't want it with pizza. Okay. So I think zero, zero to eight. Okay. Zero to eight is where we're going. Slices. Okay. okay. So we're rating this in slices. Anybody give your final thoughts on the beer and then rate it. Anybody can start. Yeah, mine's been gone. Okay. My final thoughts are, <laughs> I like it. I do wish it was more sour because when it says sour in the title, I'm expecting a sour punch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, do I need, what, what if I want to like include the artwork in my, please do. Yeah, yeah, please. That I totally talked about yeah. beach grease. This is original like, art too by Mike Mignola who created with this. Mike Mignola with Dave Stewart. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. the he's the, the colorist. Oh, yeah. good job, Dave, because the color is cool. Yeah, very um, cool. I so I wish it was more sour. I did like how refreshing it was. I did think it was an easy drink. So, um, how likely am I to have this beer with pizza? I'm giving it a seven. Nice. That's great. That's a Would very have good it rating. With a little za. I think it'd be great. Amazing. Cater uh, call. You want to go? Oh, yeah. I also loved it. I thought, I mean, sour beers, I do like sour beers. They're not my absolute favorite. So I'm not like disappointed by the like, yeah, how like kind of middle of the road sourness it is. But uh, yeah. And then, of course, the art is always awesome. And I could probably drink a but like it's it doesn't make me feel super full or like bloated yeah. or gross. And that's a huge thing for me for beers, too. <laughs> like I could drink three more and feel three cool. Three more. <laughs> not well, not these big guys. Yeah, these are yeah, yeah. 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 Glasses, glasses. I could drink like seven, eight more. Um, <laughs> wow. If it's got ethanol, just put yeah. it into my veins. <laughs> Definitely would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll give it seven too. I think it's a great beer. Yeah. Wow. Two sevens. I love yeah. it. Colin. Um, uh, I hated this beer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think we're all saying the one thing, which is not sour enough. Not sour. Right. It's de- like it, it has a little bit of a, uh, not uh, the palate or my dad gave me a note once he listened to me do a podcast and he's like you say uh way too much bud so i'm sorry dad if you listen to oh this oh my god um, <laughs> but he's right it has a bit of flatness that i really don't enjoy mm-hmm. uh it stays on your tongue a little too long it doesn't have a good quenchability uh Ooh, it is I light, love though. that word uh yeah. again the artwork is really good i do love the 666 the joke on the bottle yeah it bumps it up it's a very good joke <laughs> for a hellboy <laughs> Uh, original artwork. I get it. Go. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go with one lower than you, ladies. Totally. Right. I feel like you stole Dave's joke that he was gonna do six. Which was my joke. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were just gonna say no. six again. I didn't six have a joke. Because I didn't have a joke. One number I know. Uh, Except for one. My my final thoughts are usually about how does this beer literally like sort of translate from this character to this drink. Mm. Oh wow. Mm. And I think most of them, for the mo- majority, have gotten. I think nailed it a lot. This one, and I'm not a sour, and I'm going to say I'm not a sour beer person. Okay. I shy away from them. Mm-hmm. But I can. I think I agree with you that this should be more sour. And why I, why I say that, though, is because I think the Blood Queen, when she comes back into her, like, yeah. her, what yeah. drives her is really a lot about her, her um, resentment towards the other witches in the world, taking, like, she wants revenge. So she's sour. Sour. Yeah. Exactly. She's soured exactly. to these other witches. Witches in the so world. Yeah. So yeah. this should be fucking hitting sour. your taste buds yeah. with sour. And I think it's it's too... And I don't think she's a character who rides the line. Like a Hellboy, even though Hellboy is a good guy, but even there's... There's, there's nuance to Hellboy. Nuance And his beer. I think there's less nuance to her. At one point, maybe there was nuance before she was be- like betrayed. Yeah, she's loco. But now, yeah, I think that now it's like she just wants war. That's yeah. her big thing. 
And so I think it needs to be more sour. So that took that those points down a lot. <laughs> okay. um, but the cranberry's right on. I get it. You're doing that. You're, that's the stand-in for the blood. Seasonal, too. Nice. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a duel. Yeah. Um, She's a witch. It is, you know, witchy season right now. I might have, I'll bump mine up to 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I disagree with you, Dave, completely. I think there's more going on here than you. I do love the she should be more sour pun, but I do I, think... I, I don't know if there was a pun. a pun, but like... <laughs> She should be more sour to these witches and her coming back. But yeah, Blood Queen Cranberry, they're releasing it in October. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I'm going back cute. To, yeah. yeah, that's very cute. Um, You're almost at a seven. We I'm can almost. get you a seven. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have to do to get you to a seven? Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? But I, I do, I mean, again, I can only agree the artwork is great. I liked the color of the beer. I thought it was a nice color. It almost, if you were just saw it on a, a, on a bar, you might go like, is that a pumpkin beer? Like it looked mm-hmm. seasonal. Yes. I, like I would agree. Um, I should also when note that we drank it all. It's gone. Yeah, we drank right. it all. I don't think we've never. We've Nobody not, just like none it. of the beer we've not just okay, downed. Okay, well, I'm just saying we're all we all have a problem. Oh, yeah, no. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I would say when it comes to pizza slices, I tend to want like a little slide a lighter beer with me. Yeah, I think we've already discussed that. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the pilsner immediately if I'm gonna have a beer a beer with it. Seasonal beer to me seems more of like I do want the seasonal beer to be just solo. Like, it's going to be a thing of like, oh, I'm at a holiday party with my good friends. I might have a couple of, like, appetizers around. God, he's convinced me. I'm going back down to a Yeah, He's right. But I forgot I, we were going this fight. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we're going this. I would not want this with a pizza. We I'm going down to a sip. Wait, oh, let, me, I, let me back it up. What if I, we've got, a, like, a delicious, like, uh, caramelized onion uh, uh, pumpkin pizza? Like, we've got oh, savory... Gross. No. no, not a sweet pumpkin. <laughs> You're losing yeah, it. Pumpkin no. is a squash. No. <laughs> this beer sucks. The no. thing is, I still would enjoy it with a beer. I mean, with a, this beer with a pizza, I just don't think it's going to be what I would pull if I knew I was going to have. Like, if I was at this holiday party and they decided to have some pizza at this holiday party, I'm going to be fine drinking this with it. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I do like a little pumpkin. There's a place, a Lucifer's. To, yeah. Uh, they have the one that has pumpkin, pumpkin on it, and it's great. fucking great. That's why this this ends up being a six for me, because it's not it doesn't it it's not half it's it's higher than the halfway point because I would return to this beer, Mm -hmm. but I think it's not getting some things right, so it's gonna lose those points. Great, we got a six point five. I think we could round it up to a six (laughs) point six six. Here uh, come the men in black. <laughs> wow. The Galaxy Defenders. Let's get Yeah. <laughs> for our Men in Black podcast, that was you guys. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Harmonizing on this one. But that's this episode of uh, the podcast and this tasting episode. Everybody, um, we want to hear from you listeners if you've tried this beer, your thoughts, anything we've talked about today. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. You can hit us up on our email at ahcrap, a Hellboy podcast at gmail.com. You, of course, can follow us on Instagram at ahcrap, a Hellboy podcast, and Twitter at ahcrap, Hellboy. Um, our two wonderful guests, let our listeners know if they want more from you, because they definitely do. How, how do they find you? What, where can they see you, find you? follow you you can watch all four seasons of unbreakable kimmy schmidt on netflix yeah. if you'd like to watch me on that i play gretchen chocker a weird woman um <laughs> kind of a hellboy herself um and uh i guess I, i'm not on any social media except instagram but i'm i'm lauren adams which is the contraction for i am i'm lauren adams it's a confusing handle good luck finding me um and then i sometimes perform at the ucb theater in los angeles that's it awesome. great uh, yes, hello. I am Colin McGurk. You can follow me at CM McGurk on, I think, Twitter. I'm not on that very often. I'm McGurked on Instagram. I perform on the Herald Team Cheeks at the UCB Theater here in Los Angeles. I think that's it. Oh, you can nice. uh, sometimes I bartend uh, at the Ace Hotel on the rooftop. Ooh, and Dot's into it. Dot loves that. Dot loves the Ace Hotel. Ron Perlman loves it. Dot loves it. And that's where I saw Ron Perlman, so come up to the rooftop. Maybe you will see Hellboy himself. <laughs> you might do that. But that's it. Um, I want to thank you again, Colin and Lauren, for coming on, making oh, this episode you. great. Thank you. Thank you for all your questions that I hope we fulfilled and answered. I hope we talked about everything other than Hellboy as much <laughs> we as we really talked about Men in Black That's a lot. with the Windex so we can drink that That was now. our goal coming into this. Exactly. Uh, but thank you again all out there for listening and enjoying. 
Thank you again, and remember... We love you. <laughs> Is that yeah. really how it yeah. <laughs>